relish, chutney, hollandaise, or HB. Things are about to get saucy. You naughty little monkeys, you. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, 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 Matt O'Kine, have a guess who I spotted down at the local watering hole last night. Oh, gee, I don't know. You have been catching up with your old mate Tom Ballard a lot recently. No, not him. Not him. You do have a bit, bit of beef with him, but you may have a bit of an even bigger, juicier wagyu with the person I saw. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, we've got. I got a bit of beef with the shameless girls at the moment. Did you see Zara Michelle? I certainly did hear what they had to say about. Um, look, I don't. I don't feel it was targeted at us, but I. Oh, did. I do. I, I, we're gonna we're gonna get stuck into that a little bit later on. But who'd you see? I saw our good old friend Richard Dickey Wilkins. Oh my! You better not have bought some chips, mate, because we know I, he's he is the human personification of a seagull. I had to refrain from buying chips because I knew. If Did I was he... had some hot chips coming my way, there's no way Richard Dickey Wilkins wouldn't be getting his grubby little bits over him. Did he Did he come and walk near you, stand on one leg, and just hope that maybe you'd he throw did. him I one? I was standing there. Just, I looked up at him. I'm like, hi, Richard. And he put his head up really high and looked down and went, gah, gah. And then he leant his neck backwards slowly and went, caw, caw. And I just said, oh, that's why he's the best in the biz. Bucket of water washes everything. Speaking of best in the biz, we're chatting to um, the Rupins today. Some of the best in the Australian music biz at the Memento. They got a brand new album out. It's called 0202, which I believe 2020 backwards. And it dropped which today. I wish that 2020 <laughs> went backwards. Yeah, it's out. It's out now. So Sam and Elliot are going to celebrate with us uh, on this momentous occasion. Uh, but let's get stuck in, shall we, Maddie? Let's do it. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Alex Dyson, I remember many, many years ago, my sister Rachel doing the 40-hour famine, all right? It was a I tough was... one, wasn't it? Did she have the barley sugars? Yeah, she had the barley sugars. I remember me being a little <laughs> seven-year-old scallywag that I'd poke my head into her bedroom and say, hey, we're uh, having dinner. Do you want some? Oh, <laughs> man. She cracked it. <laughs> anyway, she said, get out. She threw a pillow at me. She was like <laughs> up to like hour 30 or something. And anyways, and I Matt thought it was hilarious. annoying people since. <laughs> Goodness but, me. But the main thing is, right, the reason why I bring this up is because every now and then your siblings will take a crack at you. All right. <laughs> yes, now will. we have some very good podcast siblings on uh, with Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Uh, we, we, we are... We are Potty siblings with the Shameless Girls, Michelle and Zara. That's right. Love the podcast. Love having a listen to that. Cover some big topics. Um, but we couldn't help but feel personally attacked by one of the statements they made on their more recent podcast, Matt. Yeah, you know, Mark Schwartzer, I remember reading, he likes a little small piece of steak for breakfast. And uh, it seems like Zara and Michelle also like some beef for breakfast because... <laughs> What, you don't like my no, I 2000s really do, Australian goalkeeper <laughs> referencing? I do, but you just you just double random stories <laughs> okay. trying to get to the point. Anyway, Usually I could, Sarah- I, could, I could stomach one. There's like two steaks for breakfast. Sarah and Michelle took a crack at us. They said 
this. Rock Your Body, which is a very famous Justin Timberlake tune. We won't sing it because we can't. But I also hate when podcasters sing I, on their podcast. It's like, that's not your talent. Please don't. <laughs> and also, what is your talent? Uh, <laughs> anyway, ja- Justin. Talking shit. Yeah. <sighs> Whoa. <laughs> I hadn't Whoa. heard that actual audio. Oh, yet. well. Well, <laughs> they must have heard our audio because Matt and Alex, your boys, had a sing yesterday. 21st of October 1977, Meatloaf drops a song. <laughs> we can't play a grab of it for copyright reasons, but let's just sing it. <laughs> I got the out of here, I don't know the words. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they must have heard wow. that and then decided, oh, we better put out a not-so-subtle warning <laughs> to just random <laughs> podcasters out there saying not to sing. Well... Message received, but it's not going to stop us. Well, it's how not about not going to stop us? Here's an idea to some random podcasters: don't Zumba, hey? <laughs> don't be guest no, Zumba do. dancers. I, I do that. Fix up the girls. No, but I was trying. I was trying to say that they, when they came on your Zumba. Yeah. yeah true. Okay. Well. Well. Oh, how about Michelle and Zara? They're like, oh, it's it's not your talent. All right. Despite me. All right. Boilermakers. Almost half a million listens on set Spotify. Plus. Diver City, up to Ari in six digits, Ari nominated. But whatever, you show us how it's done. Shameless. <laughs> yeah. Go on. All right. Sing a ditty. Next pod, sing a little, sing a little, a little show number. Gauntlet thrown. Like a bat out of hell, I'll be done. All the greatest of the words. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Let's stay in the world of music, though, for a moment, Matt O'Kine. But um, I do have a quick question to start with. Mm. What would you like done with your remains after you pass? Yeah, I haven't decided. I've, for some reason, I just thought of a Batmobile just then. Do you know what I mean? Like, I thought it would be <laughs> like cool. Like because we were singing to... Bat Out of Hell before? <laughs> Maybe. And we've also talked previously about they're looking for a new Batman at Warner Brothers. Not on this podcast, off air they have. And so mm. I think, and I always wanted a Batmobile growing up. So maybe mm. if I could get like a, maybe if I could be cremated in that fiery engine bit of the Batmobile, that would be pretty cool. All right. Wasn't expecting that. Um, it is quite a wacky thing to do with your remains. Not quite so wacky as the uncle of YouTuber Prince Midnight. Oh, I like that name. Who has constructed, he's a musician, constructed a brand new guitar with the skeleton of his dead uncle. Oh, okay. He's literally made an axe out of his <laughs> granduncle's bones. <laughs> it really, it really is. Um, his uncle, Philippe, um, passed away in the 90s in Greece, okay? And Philippe Ooh. at the time wanted his remains donated to the local college and so they were medically prepared. So they had a skeleton to look at and learn from and that sort of thing. But the local college, they didn't realise that he was getting it delivered to the School of Rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. After 20 years, I mean, everything has a use-by date, I guess, and they like, okay, we don't need this anymore. Um, so I gave it back to the family, ended up in a cemetery in a box, but they had to pay rent at a cemetery, you know, running out of space. You've got to pay rent for this thing. And the guy's like, well... <sighs> And apparently in Greece, because Greece, uh, the orthodoxy religion, doesn't want people cremated over there. So this, okay. this box, we're paying for this. What can we do with it? And the guy 
the guy plays guitar and he's a bit of a black metal artist. Mm. Like, wouldn't it be sick to turn my uncle's remains into a brand new axe to grind? So um, he's got it. And do you want to hear what it sounds like? No, have you got audio? Yeah, this is, what, this is him playing. Okay. This is him playing his uncle's bones. <laughs> So it's you know pretty pretty fuzzy. That's, that's pretty. Have you seen pictures of it? What does it look like? Does it look <laughs> like is like pictures. is it is it, it like is, a, is it the spine and then like no, the the pelvis or yeah, what? Top of the top of the uh, sternum with the clavicle and spine and then the pelvis and so the strings go down to a bit above the pelvis. And, and that's where he's it. riffing. And that is where he's currently riffing right now. What's he using as a pick? Some teeth. <laughs> I don't know what he uses as the pick. Um, what are the strings? Are they just like veins or intestines or something? No, I think they use guitar parts for the rest of it. But um, is his uncle's are... is his uncle's Willie that thing that makes it go wow 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 no, um, but apparently, as you can hear, it plays okay. Um, Midnight Prince says that the <laughs> that the guitar plays fine, although it has its quirks. <laughs> you have to strum inside the rib cage, so there are no sweeping chords like Pete Townsend of the Who. <laughs> you could only strum as wide as the ribs will allow. <laughs> this is the man's uncle. <laughs> He's. Strumming in the ribs, <laughs> which is um, pretty amazing. Um, he says, I believe part of my uncle Philippe is still there, literally and figuratively, just a warm presence, maybe enjoying his next life as a totally metal guitar. So um, <laughs> there you go. Um, what would you do with your uncle's bones? I don't know. I feel like you'd have so much to explain when you're on tour and putting it through baggage at the oh, airport. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, man, it's a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so true. He did um, contact the proper authorities in the State Department and the State Attorney's Office in order to repatriate his uncle's remains, but they gave it the uh, the all clear and after doing plenty of research, ended up getting built and uh, he, called, he called the guitar the Philippe Skellicaster. Oh, I love it. Yep. Well, so there you go. Let us know what would you do with your bones <laughs> <laughs> at matt.n.alex on Instagram. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Well, Matt, very excited to be chatting to the next two gentlemen, uh, particularly given today is the day that their latest album, 0202, is out on a very busy day. Thank you so much to Sam and Elliot from the Rubens for joining us. G'day, boys. Hey. So excited for this uh, big uh, album release. So where, where do we find you right now? We're in Dubbo today for our release. Yeah. Feeling very special, very excited. Excellence. I went there for a Triple J one night stand one time. What a town! What have you been getting up to around the around the place? Well, we we were there for that. Yeah, we were did there you guys for that play one. that one? We played that one. I, I, I don't that. know if I can tell this story on here, but like, <laughs> but I remember um, Louis McCurdy was going to like cut to us for the live stream back in our dressing room, and so we knew it was coming. They came and said, "Hey, Louis's going to come and see you guys in your dressing room, and it'll be live." Blah blah blah. It'll be filmed. So yeah. I got a Panadol and I crushed it up and put it put it into a line. <laughs> on the and he came in and it took him a while. He was talking to us and he, I saw him see it. And he, 
exposed. He didn't, he didn't know what to do. <laughs> no one acknowledged it. It was so great. So like, this was there and then it went into the ether and no one talked about it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, man, that's, that's so good. People think, oh, it must be pretty wild at Triple J. And it's like, yeah, the crushed up pedidols, <laughs> they, uh, they You can see a few of them. Goodness me. Uh, amazing stuff. Um, well, look, we want to chat again about, uh, about you know, a bit, a bit about this album because very excited. I've been listening to Masterpiece a lot. But now that I'm on the run... All right, can we talk about the elongated consonants so in good. this? So I, good, boys. I, when I first heard it, I was just like, that's different. And it's it's the thing that stands out for me about this whole song almost. What, what made you come up with that idea? I think because a lot of the time when I write, I write from like, I'll, it'll be gibberish and then, I, and then I eventually turn it into words. And whatever gibberish hook I had there, I couldn't steer it away from something just... Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, okay, That's this is... going to have to be run. Yeah, yeah. it's going to have to be run. <laughs> well, yeah. the thing that that particular example reminded me of, Elliot, was a crazy frog. That sounded a little... <laughs> <laughs> it's All so right, great. Is Crazy Frog a big influence on the latest album from the Rubens? <laughs> oh, come oh, on. Big time, big time. <laughs> Goodness me. But seriously, I, I was the same with Matt. We were talking about how much we love this song. I was driving the car the other day because it's coming on the radio a fair bit. I heard it again, but then another Rubens come song came on and I asked my girlfriend, I was like, oh, was this not the radio? Oh, no, we're listening to the Rubens. It is, it is the full stuff because this new <laughs> stuff is excellent, gentlemen. Tell us a bit, little bit more about 0202. Masterpiece is on there and sounding excellent, but what other, uh, <laughs> other unique things are you able to put into this particular album? I mean, we, we, we self-produced this. Uh, we did not do it the way that we we're used to doing it, which is blocking out months of our year and then going with a producer and just locking down and losing your mind and working your asses off. We just, we did it kind of like a song at a time whenever we had a bit of time and we were up for it um, and found ourselves accidentally producing our record. And uh, we produced, um, we produced Live In Life and, and then we sent that one off to Constantin Kirsting, I think. And he did a little additional sort of sprinkle on top and mixed it for us. And then we released it and it did really, really well. So we're like, shit, like maybe we can, you know, do the rest of the record this way. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, Amazing, and and it was at not any point stressful, which is weird. Yes. <laughs> That's incredible. Is there something that like is one of the biggest things holding you back from or artists back, not you necessarily, but from self-producing rather than ability? It's often confidence because it's not necessarily your job. You're more on the songwriting side of things, and there are professionals who produce like that. But do you think do you think that's why you haven't produced in the past? Yeah, I think so. I think also like having you. It's and it honestly is another hat to wear. Like you have to you have to make decisions about takes and you have to know technically how to build a song from the ground up. And, you know, I think probably if, because we were very green at the start and naive. If we self-produced the first thing, if we were confident enough to self-produce <laughs> yeah. the first time, it would have been terrible. We wouldn't be chatting anymore. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, we wanted to uh, have a bit of fun with you because we chatted to you recently. We're loving the music. We're loving the new album. Um, and uh, we know that you're hitting a tour later on this month, um, this year, sorry, starting off in April, going pretty much right around Australia through up until June, which is exciting, getting back on the road. But uh, we thought we we might as well, you know, Given you, you guys like to... Couple you of like, guys like people. Yeah, um, you guys like punt, crunching up some Panadol and, you know, getting <laughs> the party started. So we thought we'd play a little game with you. Yeah, what better to start? Uh, the new all-day breakfast game... 
That's our first time hearing it. So there you go, search party in which we want you, you know, because every now and again we all have to Google ourselves um, and this is a little bit of a game where we want you to help predict what Google's recommended end of sentences are, okay? Yeah. So if you What Google's, the autocomplete is. Yeah, so we're well, going to give you a three, okay? If you get the top recommended Google results, okay, you get you get full points. You get 10 points. If you get the 10th, you get one point, okay? It's a bit Dude, like family feud. I've Googled myself before, so if I if I answer correctly, it makes me look like I really... <laughs> <laughs> no, but we've thrown a few different... Because, I, I mean, we know what happens when you Google, you know, straight away, names, it'll just mm. be net worth, height... <laughs> You know, age and partner. All right, that's right. usually that's usually the standards. But we wanted to throw a few little you know quirks in the mix. So, so here we go. This is the our first producer question. Bronze computer as well. Maybe her algorithms are going into this. Who knows? But the first question is: Okay, if you Google the Rubens are, uh, as in the letter A, the Rubens are, uh, what do you get? What does it suggest? Give us one of the top ten answers. Album. The Rubens Albums is the top answer. Congratulations. Oh, there we go. Ten points from Sam there. It's after the Rubens at the Palace, which we thought would have must have been oh, a live yeah. album, but it's actually, can you tell us what it is? It's a hotel in London, and I'm, I'm yeah, it's a bane of my existence, my Googling existence. Yeah, and we, get, we get tagged with a lot of, like, high tees that old women go through. Well, that's the like, thing. If you, Google, if you Google the Rubens and then the letter A, the eighth answer is the Rubens at the Palace afternoon tea, then the ninth is the Rubens at the Palace reviews, and then the tenth is the Rubens at the Palace afternoon tea reviews. So these <laughs> afternoon teas must be damn good, I'll tell you that much. That's pretty incredible. Uh, the search number two. Two, all right. We we put in masterpiece, the name of the new Ruben song. Okay, but what do you think is the top result? What does it suggest you search for if you type in masterpiece? Uh, masterpiece net worth. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, it's not on there. Masterpiece Caravans was actually yeah. number one with so, Masterpiece Lyrics. I'm thinking it might be the new Ruben song. That was number two Google result oh, really? for the for the latest song. Yeah. Masterpiece yeah. Heights. Um, <laughs> no, not Masterpiece Masterpiece Mowers. We would have got points for uh, Masterpiece Caravans for Sale is on there. And the ninth most popular Masterpiece album by the Rubens. So uh, you are in the there top. There you go. But behind the Caravans. Still a little Find way to go. Final one, guys. You're doing pretty well. You've scored uh, 10 points so far. Here's the final question we're asking you in this uh, this first episode of Search Party. When you put into Google, what's the smelliest? What's the top answer? What's, what's the, the smelliest? This has nothing to do with Rubens, by the way. This is the, the <laughs> third answer. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say uh, smelliest fruit. I was going to say that too. Wow. What's the smelliest fruit? You get points for that. Congratulations. Oh. You get... Three points. It is the eighth most popular answer. Uh, top one was what's the smelliest cheese is what people oh, yeah. want to know. Uh, and, uh, fish, animal, thing in the world. Here, we'll give you a bonus accepted. point. We'll give you a bonus point. I just Googled what's the smelliest fruit. What's the answer? Uh, it's, it's, it's an Asian fruit and it gives you a headache and... Uh, 
You're not allowed to eat it on a plane. That's right. It's a, that's right. It's a bintang. Well done. You got it right. The bintang. No, it's the durian fruit. The durian. The durian. There you go. Oh, incredible work, gentlemen. You're on top of the leaderboard. Congratulations, the Rubens. Nice. Sitting pretty on the search party leaderboard. <laughs> so well done. We'll see who else right. takes the challenge across the year. But gentlemen, absolute pleasure to chat to you as always. O two O two is out today. Congratulations once again. And uh, yeah, if you can make it to one of these gigs, there's, the Rubens are hitting a lot of places near you. Kicking off in Gerringong, going through Brisbane, Bundaberg, Toowoomba. Uh, you've got an Alice Springs gig coming up in the middle of the tour. You hit Tassie as well. And the Whalers Hotel in Warnable. That's a good excuse to, for me to go home and visit the old <laughs> man and come along and see you boys. Sleep on the couch. Oh, if, gentlemen, if you need some bunk beds, my old bedroom is free. Uh, so we feel free to we'll drop past. Do that. I will take you up. I'm serious. All right, we'll see if we can um, have a room yeah, and sleep over yeah. in the old bunk beds. Yeah, Alex Dyson will bring the Panadols. Don't worry about that. The Paracetamols. He will yeah, bring them all. The <laughs> hey, guys. They, thank you so much. Congrats on the album. It's an absolute masterpiece. And uh, and I, I didn't want to say that, but I oh, did. There it is. No, it really is. It's awesome. And uh, we can't wait to, uh, to yeah, catch you on the road really soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks again, so much. Y'all. Take care. I smell toast. All day breakfast. Matt, you copped the worst question of them all the other day. Is the stove still on? Oh, so at 11.18 p.m. at night as well. Uh, I the, bed, used the, st- the bed would have been so warm at that point. I had it would have been warmer the than stove. the stove. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have felt like a, just a nice, delicious oven. I honestly, I hadn't used the stove for six hours. Partner's like, is the stove on? I don't, I have no idea. I wouldn't know. Like, you've been home all night, not me. I don't Mm. know. But then I had to check, you know, because I couldn't just, I couldn't simply go to bed once the, once the question had been asked. And we thought that's, that that is the worst question. Or is it, Alex Dyson? Yeah, there are plenty of uh, awful questions out there. So we've asked you to uh, provide a couple of them. Kobe is a teacher uh, and joining us right now. From Wollongong. G'day, Kobe. Hi, how are you going? Oh, we're good. Now, you get a question from your students. Can I guess it? Is it, uh, is it can I go to the toilet? Oh, I do get asked that quite a lot. But um, Do you say, like my French teacher, Mr. Franzoni, used to say, uh, you may go to the toilet, whether you can is up to you? <laughs> I <laughs> I often, let, I have to let them know because I'm not dealing with the aftermath. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, um, okay, so what do they ask you that you hate? Um, it's pretty brutal, and I've been asked more than once. But um, it's, are you having a baby? Oh, oh yeah, what? That's, mm, yeah, that's rough stuff. Um, <laughs> that's rough stuff right there. <laughs> that is. Are they doing yeah. it to annoy you? No, they're genuinely asking. I was asked um, not long after I got back from maternity leave from my second, and right. I'd just been, I'd just done this huge challenge at gym. I'd lost heaps of weight. I was feeling really good, and. A kid said, are you having another baby? I said, no, I just had oh. one. And they said, are you sure? You look like you're having another oh. baby. Oh, get out. Oh, the double down. The double down. <laughs> yeah. That is a stinker. They say, um, you know, that no question is a wrong question. That's a wrong mm. question. Yeah. I've, I've got a personal I got a, I got a personal policy, Kobe, that I never mention pregnancy at all. Oh, at I always pool? react oh, to pregnancy. Not. At the pool yesterday, a woman, she'd have to have been nine months pregnant, honestly. And I wanted to say so. 
Not worth it. Could not. What are they going to say? Yes. No. Just could not. All right, Kobe, we wish you well. That's a, that's a shocker. But thank, thank you very you. much for letting us know. An awful question. Bryson is also from New South Wales. G'day, Bryson. How you going, boys? Great, thank you. Now, you hate this question from your old boss. Yeah. He uh, come up to me right before lunch one day at work and said, can we have a chat after work? Whoa. Oh. That oh, is a toughie. Yeah. If a chat can't be done straight away, if a chat needs to be booked in, it's going to be a fat chat. <laughs> oh, and it was a fat chat. It, and it, it's never, it's it's never. Um, hey, can we have a chat after work? Just want to see how much of a bonus I should pay you this year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's, um, so, what was your one, Bryson? What what did the, how the chat end up going? It was. Oh, I I thought you know what have I done wrong? What what could it be? And it was the worst thing possible. He was making me redundant. Oh, Bryson. Oh, that stings. Oh, Sorry, Bryson. Two, two terrible questions here, Bryson. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. Well, look, I hope you've uh, have you got a new job or are you look, still looking? I've, I've got a new job two years in now. Oh, excellent, hey, man. Good, good stuff, Bryson. All right. Thanks, mate. Thanks, boys. Uh, we've also got Ori who's joining us now. Hello, Ori. Hello. What do you think the worst question is? So my husband apparently hates being asked if he's asleep or sleeping yet. Oh, I know, I know the question. <laughs> I know the question, and I can see where he's coming from. You're Does asleep yet? That? You're sleeping. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Are you asleep? Well, I was. <laughs> exactly. Um, how, how often does it come out, Aury? Uh, well, I've stopped asking now because he kept complaining about it, but he falls asleep in literally two seconds and mm. I'm sitting there minutes and minutes and I'm like, well, are you sleeping? So I think if you don't answer, obviously you're asleep, mm. but <laughs> if you answer, well, then you're not. Then you're awake. Exactly. The worst question in a world in the world could often be the follow-up question to that, though. <laughs> what do you ask your husband after you go, you're asleep, and he's not? He goes, what? <laughs> well, that's really it. I just want to know if I've got company. Oh, my <laughs> God. No, that is, that is the worst. Just knowing whether someone's awake or not. Oh, my God, Ari, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I reckon the, no, the double worst would be, hey, hey, you sleeping? No. And the person goes, oh, no. Is the stove on? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, we've also got Alex joining us. G'day, Alex. Hey, how are you going? Good. Thanks, Alex. Now, uh, you hated being asked this question when you were living over in the States. Yeah, I was uh, in America in an airport, and my mate turns to me and says, are we in the right airport? Uh, which, <laughs> oh. which we weren't. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Are we in the right airport? <laughs> that yeah. is pretty damn good. Yeah, that was a very expensive lesson. Oh, not often asked, but the no. answers, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think it when I'm when I'm booking the flight, you know, oh mm. yeah, cheeky flight to Melbourne. Then I'm like, wait, what? Which one is which? There's a Melbourne in Florida, isn't there? That people <laughs> well, sometimes. Well, I fly also to. don't want to, you know. Sometimes you end up near Geelong, so I was like, oh, okay. Oh, Avalon, yeah, yeah Avalon, yeah. Tallamaram. I'm, I'm like, for someone who's not from Melbourne, I don't know where these places are. Um, but so, did you end up catching your flight, or did you miss it, Alex? Uh, no, so we jumped in a taxi and raced across Washington DC, and yeah, missed it. And Ooh. then we missed oh. our connecting flight as well. I bet it was a cheap taxi as well. Already maxed out all our credit cards, so that wasn't great. <laughs> oh well, I'm very sorry to hear that, mate. But uh, never done it again. Yeah, that's exactly. it. Every time from now on, you're going to be double, triple checking. Hundred percent.
Exactly oh, legend. Right. Thanks, Thank Alex. You very much. All right. Cheers. See you, boys. See ya. We've also got a message from Cooper, who couldn't be with us here today, but did leave us a voice memo on this topic. This is what Cooper had to say. Cooper from Melbourne here. Uh, I've got a bit of a two-for-one on Matt's talkback. Bell's worst question, have you left the stove on? And uh, would you like to apologise to your partner? I've uh, left the stove on four times now and actually been banned from cooking at home for this reason. I just love sleeping in. And I love playing golf on the weekends. So the combination of the two is that I'll sleep in as late as possible and still try and cook a full breakfast. And I'm basically running out the door to make a tea time and forget to turn the gas stove off, I guess. So uh, I'm sorry to my partner for that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, I think so, worth asking the question then. Yeah. Cooper proves it's very worth asking the question. Well, Alex Dyson, it is a Friday, and as we love to do on Fridays, we love to open the fridge and see all the leftovers that have been put mm. up on that top shelf across the week <laughs> over all-day breakfast. Scrape the little bits of margarine from around the rim and make it a useful chunk to dollop on a piece of toast. Yeah, we've finally got to eat that that end crust bit, a tiny little end bread nubbin. <laughs> On the uh, old sourdough hey, loaf. Using, so. using up too many analogies. Got to save the <laughs> okay, week okay, by sorry. week because we're going to do this again. But, yeah, so we, we we get so many messages from you that we can't talk to you all the time. We we do want to say them, though. So uh, we thought we'd just let you know about a couple of uh, a couple of our favourites that came through that we haven't been able to talk about. Let's start with Elise, who very kindly messaged in and said, just wanted to message in solidarity with Alex and his belief in humanity. I also have no passwords or facial recognition on my phone. Sure, am I leaving myself open to identity theft? But it's the only way to go. Good on you I there, still, Elise. No, I still cannot believe anyone <laughs> does this. This is wild. Hey, speaking of something else that you do, um, Tokyo Goose, one of our memers from way back in uh, So You Think You Can Dank, uh, <laughs> Uh, wrote, just listened to the mashup of Matt saying Sudoku, but what about one of Alex saying it? I don't think he's ever said it the same way twice in a row. I do, hey, f- I do flip it up. <laughs> you, you are chucking those vowels left, right, and center. You, you just don't. O's and yeah. U's are the same thing to you. When I don't it comes know which to that one word. goes in which box. I don't know. <laughs> I mix it up. <laughs> But the, and I remember talking Sudoku. to the man, and, I'm, and I said it for the second time. I'm like, I'm getting this wrong. So I'm reading it off the paper, and it, I, the way I read it the third time was different than the first two ways I said it. Anyway, you're t- that's his name as well. He is the Sudoku guy, and you're saying the Sudoku guy. Imagine someone Sudoku. just calling you Elax. Like, come on, man. Vowels uh, are important. Sophie got in touch, uh, following on from my story about Paul, the building manager, and had interaction with a bartender who was also quite quite bold. Uh, right off the bat, um, Sophie was on a date with a guy and after several drinks, I went to the toilet. When I came back, our table was empty, but I just assumed my date had also gone to the toilet until the bartender yelled out, oh, I just left, pointing to the door. After a bit of t- panic and a quick run through of how the date had been going in my mind, he said, ha nah, I'm just kidding. I just realised how the mean that was. <laughs> Then my date walked out of the toilets and me still shocked and laughing at the extremely brave bartender. Brave jokes. Come on, guys. You've got to, uh, <laughs> got to give people a chance in these vulnerable situations. First dates. Terrifying. Hey, and also, Jazz got in touch on Instagram and said, boys, surely there has to be a national housemate apology hotline. The stuff you'd hear on that would be downright heinous. Yeah, look, 
We have it. It has been a national po- a partner apology hotline over the last couple of weeks. But Alex, I think I think we can open it up to just a national apology hotline. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think in, I think down the track there's certainly room to be apologising to different subsections of the community and housemates. Cop it like a lot. Oh, so very parents, much. Yeah. Any, well, look, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, we, we always want to hear from you at matt.n.alex. But uh, we've got Luke on the line at the moment from Queensland. Hello, Luke. Hey, how are you, Matt? I'm good, thanks. Now, you, uh, am I right into thinking that we we somehow saved your life? Yeah, you did. You did <gasps> physically. I know some people say if your music saved my life or this has saved my life, but this time you physically saved my life. What? Ooh. How did we what do that? We... Yeah. Well, so, so yesterday I was driving between jobs at work and I'm at this set of lights and you know what, I'm just like, I was listening to radio and this, um, you know, the song by Genesis Owusu, The Other Black Dog? Yes. Oh, yeah, so that, I was listening to it so, today. Great. Yes, so that comes on. I'm thinking, oh, what, where, what are my other, the other dogs up to? And I was thinking, oh, Matt and Alex, a new podcast, a new episode what came out today. So mm-hmm. I was like, so I go on my little phone and I put it on and then I hear this beep from behind me. Obviously, the lights have gone green. I've gone, oh, taken off. Just as I've taken off, this big semi-trailer has gone flying through this, like through oh. a red light. This would have absolutely cleaned me up if I took what? off at the right time. If you, you hadn't have gone and put on your boys. Wait, okay. Matt now and Alex. Let's, let's stop for a second, Luke, because you weren't supposed to be touching your phone while you're in the hot seat. Oh, I say touching phone. I was on the like the car play screen. The hands oh, free, so okay. touching okay. touching it on wow. the console there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah. would have been absolutely collected. Yeah, and I like I had my boat attached to me at the back, so even if I took off, I was getting collected. I had like 10 metres worth of vehicle to be able to hit, so. Wow. Oh, my God. Goodness gracious me. That is so close. Well, I mean, I think I think you've kicked off a possible talkback topic. What's, could it be what saved your life? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah, it's pretty freaky. I've just pulled over and the person behind me, they've pulled over too and they're like, wow, did that just happen? They're like, yep, yep. And they're like, we're both shaking and I'm like, Whole life flashed through my life and through my mind. Oh my god! It's me. And well, did like, you I, did you tell them? Did you tell them about our podcast? <laughs> oh no, I wasn't thinking about that at the time. The first thing I wanted to do was call my wife oh, yeah, and tell her what happened. I just, Matt, I, 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 I just, the, the, the man has just seen his entire life I flash before his it. eyes. He's shaking on the side of the road. You're already worried about cross promotion. <laughs> No, I, I don't. I don't think they would have been your demographic. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, well, thank you very slightly much. too intelligent for uh, the Matt <laughs> Alex crowd. I see. Um, no, really appreciate it, Luke. Good to hear that you were okay. And um, yes. yeah, hopefully after that, you know, pretty nerve wracking event, you didn't just turn on Matt and Alex and we just talking some absolute rubbish and you had to turn <laughs> no. us off again. No, no, it was, it, was, it, was, it was the episode you're talking about, the um, the replacing the linesman and getting the Kia noises. Oh, the oh yeah, noises. great. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Instant classic. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, and we can't take all the credit. we got to give a big shout out to Genesis Ouso. True. Who inspired you to think about us? Because I was driving along yesterday thinking about that, listening to that song too, and it's an absolute banger. So yeah. shout out to Genesis, Genesis Ouso. And uh, yeah, shout out to you, Luke. Thank, glad you're still with us. And uh, yeah, hope you hope you stay well. Yeah, you too. Thanks very much, Luke. Um, I think. I think you're pronouncing uh, Awusu the same way as I produce Sudoku. <laughs> Pronounce Sudoku. Genesis. Awusu? Awusu. Awusu, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> All day breakfast. 
with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Yeah, that brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. But before we go, we thought we'd check in with a very good friend of ours who we uh, haven't heard for in about a week or so. Uh, Tracy costed an Oscar from Ascot Wigmakers. Hello. Hello. How are you? So good, Tracy. It has, has been about a week since we talked to you last when uh, you I first think I've been very polite. when you first received yep. a bag of Matt O'Kine's old hair, <laughs> which you're going to be turning into the world's first, not only toupee, not only Merkin, but Turkin. Um, you started going individually, strand by strand, and we thought we'd just check in, make sure everything's all right, anything we can get you, tell us everything. Okay. Well, after you left, I thought, oh, my God, what am I going to do? How am I going to make this look good as a toupee and also as a merkin? <laughs> so it is a bit of a challenge, I have to say. But I've started. I've made a few things. So um, if you can come along and try them on next week, we can see. Oh, oh, okay. Well, well, I might do that in secret. Wait for the grand reveal on the of the final one that we choose. But I can't wait. I've seen your work live in action, Tracy. I know mm. that we are literally in very safe hands. Now, I just ask for a. I'll ask you, Tracy, for a little bit of maybe a a bit of a simile as to what we're working with here. Are we at a uh, you know? golfing green level of hair? Are we sort of at the, the high grasses of the African Serengeti or are we in the thick Amazon rainforest at the moment? I think we're in the thick Amazon rainforest. Whoa, that sounds good. <laughs> That's what you wanted to do. That sounds good. I am a piranha, Tracy. Cannot wait to get swimming in that Amazon. I don't know what that means. But anyway, look, we just wanted to say hello, check in, and we'll be chatting to you again sometime next week. We can't wait for the world's first Turk. And thank you, Tracy. Oh, it's great to talk to you, Matt. I'll see you Bye. next week. Bye. See, see you later. Soon. And thank you so much for listening to All Day Breakfast today and this week. Thanks to the Rubens for popping on the show. Congrats on putting out their latest album, 0202. And uh, get your podcast ears ready. We'll be back at you on Monday. Keep in touch at matt.n.alex on Instagram. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.